Hey, Beer Planners, we are here with another episode of the Beer Plans Podcast. Your favorite motherfucking podcast. Hey. 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 We got your boy, DJ V Loss, in this bitch. Okay. This is your boy, not a DJ, Vinny. But he in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Keep that same energy throughout the whole podcast. Damn, Sam. In this bitch. <laughs> Oh shit. Stupid. Go ahead. Without this flash, chilling as always. Chilling in this bitch. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Jesus. Um, Mr. Brown's in the building. You in the building? Bitch. <laughs> what the fuck is this going <laughs> I can't stop. DJ Melodies. Oh, 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 she ain't gonna get in this bitch. Hey, what's up? It's all looking like. Yeah, that's gonna be the longest intro. It is. Yeah, I'm fucking throw her. Wow. And today we're gonna be talking about. Course. We're gonna be talking about two things. We're gonna talk about bullies and tipping. So I don't know if that means you tip bullies. I don't. I'm not. But we'll just go with it. We're gonna see what happens. Are we tipping the Starbucks person? Are we tipping the? Bartenders, or are we tipping the strippers? Big difference. <laughs> big difference. Yeah, that's Very true. big. One person is getting there financially. The other person probably not. One second. You're getting your parking money. <laughs> you're getting your money for the parking lot. That's what you're getting. So a few weeks ago, um, a video came out on the Intersphere, and uh, <laughs> it was of a father threatening a kid on a bus who allegedly was bullying his daughter. He was in front of the bus, cussing and yelling at a child who was um, at the back of the bus. The internet was outraged, of course, because of how the father handled the situation. And apparently there's a backstory to this, but before we get to the backstory, I just want to discuss the initial video we all saw. We put it in the group chat. We all saw right. it. He had the, uh, the blunt in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what did y'all initially think when y'all saw that video in the group chat? Y'all want deep side? Uh, y'all want no, no. So who want to go first? Go ahead, Flash. Yeah, what? Yeah, why don't you go? Like, look, I ain't go front, dog. Like, I, I can't say PTSD because it hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. But, bruh, bruh, if that had been my daughter, you better pray the police get to you before I do, because I swear ain't nothing to talk about, and we gonna have some show enough problems. You come in a video with a blunt in your hand, and y'all like my daughter, shorty. No, I ain't making it work the next day. I ain't gonna be there. I'm telling you right now, ain't happening. But I, I think it's a, it just speaks to our culture. Like this, this nigga knew what he's doing. Like he knew he was gonna be recorded. He know he's gonna be uh, what? Like I, I guarantee. Hold on, we say what the video was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 But like, okay. I guarantee you, he wouldn't do that. And. I'm not gonna say a normal setting, but he he knows that he's getting recorded, because that because it's just too outrageous to 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 not be planned in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like like it, like he like he just one of these other jerk offs that just wants uh, attention. You know? Just please. And unfortunately, me. we gave it to him. So what was the situation? His like his his. His kid was getting bullied. Or so something. the backstory is: so after that initial video came out, he did an interview with another news source, and he was saying that his daughter had been getting bullied since spring of this year. 
So not this school year that just happened, but last school year, okay. she was getting bullied by, I guess, another kid. He confronted the school, mm-hmm. and he confronted the parents, mm-hmm. and the school said that they were going to take care of it. Nothing happened, and he said he didn't have any luck with the parents of the child. Okay. So this, all of this frustration led up to him getting on the bus with the blunt, cussing at the kids on a bus. But he, but he's just so, but it's like, like. You a grown man, dog. Right. You are a grown man. Yeah. And you want to press my kid? No, so to keep that same energy that you just had for my daughter, mm-hmm. keep it for me. Right. I promise you, we won't have that same type of problem. Right. You want to come to me like a parent? Cool. You got police. You got all these other options you can deal with. But you want to try to my daughter as a grown man? All right. Bet. We won't have to see if you had that same energy when I come see you. Exactly. That, yeah. Pretty so, much. So, to, just for the that sake of... That was scary. Thing. That's crazy. You having that kids like you their age. You not their age, dog. You a whole adult. Figure out another problem. Or and figure that, out another solution to the problem. And that blunt shit, like all that, that's just like an additional like intimidation shit. Like like I'm hard, you know what I'm saying? Cause but it's like really, brother. Like how 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 tough. You hot on a school bus, dog. Right. On a school bus. So just just for the sake of making this podcast interesting. Suppose flat. You're the dude who got on the bus. Oh, like, God. your kid is the one who's been bullied since last spring. How do you... Yeah, work? like, that's what I'm I'm going to tell you, right? Yo, I'm not, a, I'm not a personal kid. A, I'm going to teach my daughter how to handle throw them hands. She going to get some karate class. She going to do something. I'm going to approach the parent. I'm going to approach the school. We're going to go from there. Worst case scenario, if none of that works, she's going to another school. What I'm not going to do is walk up the whole school bus and threaten a whole bunch of little kids. If she's not safe, she's going somewhere else. As a grown man, threatening little kids going to school ain't the answer. So whatever the, any parent has to say to you after the fact, deal with that. Because you don't bring that drama to yourself. So hope you're ready for all the smoke because you're going to catch all the smoke. Because you you carried it like you wanted all the smoke. So until you're ready to deal with that, keep yourself off the bus. You got a lot of avenues, dog. Keep that to yourself. So what constitutes a bully? Hmm. Somebody that picks with somebody that can't handle themselves. You pick easy targets, people that can't beat you, people that can't fight back, and those are people that you want to go after. Yes. Okay. Let's, I, what, we're supposed to follow that? That's a good generalization, yeah. yeah. But, you know. So they pick on people that, that they, they feel... They pursue as weaker. Them. They pursue as a weaker. They pursue a weaker, weaker target. Well, we're just saying weaker. I'll just say weaker in general. Like, they, okay. they, for whatever reason, they, they feel that the person they are going to attack um, is just a weaker individual. So, so then, if that's the definition of a bully, who, okay, so let's suppose for a second that the, what, what he said was happening with his daughter is 1,000% true. Right. Which I don't think it is. You think it's right? Yes. I think he, I think he really? was looking for a reason to justify what he did. Right. So, Absolutely. And if that's the case, it's not starting. But for the sake of argument, let's suppose his daughter's been picked on since the spring. This is the fall, so I'm assuming this was like August. So that's that's a long time. So in that scenario, who's who's really who's really the bully? Is it the adult that's intervening, which we all have well established, adults engaging with kids in that way, not cool, or is it the kids that he is like speaking to, who's been bullied, who's been allegedly 
bullying his child for months. No, what question I just have? I, I wasn't sure what age were these kids because I think that is a factor. Like, they were like degree. elementary school. They weren't. They weren't old. I don't. I don't. Right. I, so I guess they were high school. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, Brandon, my question to you. Oh, what's up? My flash. My question no, to you. Yeah. So, it was high school kids. Would you feel the same way versus like young kids? Mm, right. The person picking on your daughter is like 16, 17. So that's somebody. Like to know to answer that question. You're right. If it was high school, again, now if it was somebody's mom, yes. As a grown man, don't approach my daughter. You're a grown man. You come to my daughter, we got issues. Mm -hmm. Now, if your mom wants to sit back and have some words, and that's a whole other type of issue, whole other dynamic, whole other discussion. What you're not about to do is a whole grown man come approach my daughter. You got issues? Sing your mom, no sing your cousin, what, sing your sisters. No matter what age, is that is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is, if my daughter's in school, no grown man needs to approach them, period. Now, if you got moms, you got sisters, whatever. You got police officers. 911 ain't broke. Mm. You deal with it that way. Yeah. But don't come approach my daughter as a 30-something, 40-something, 50-something-year-old man like you tough. Because right. to me with that energy. Right. If you're not about to do that, then calm your nerves. Mm-hmm. Y'all better not fuck with Flash daughter. Well, no, that's, that's not even me. That's any parent. Yo, hold on. We got two other parents on here. Yeah. Tell me if somebody came at your kid like that, you will be okay. Hell no. Exactly. No matter what they do. That's exactly. The so that's the thing. Because I'm assuming if someone's... You see, again, we all acknowledge that that's a wrong thing to do, right? Hell no, but, but I, don't, I think I, it would never. I don't think it would ever get. For one, I seriously doubt my son. So because yeah. I, no, no, I don't think but no I'm parent like, would ever believe that their kids are right. If you if 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 you say it's right, and he actually came to the parents, like if a parent comes to me, like we gotta handle it. Like I don't know what encounter happened with the parents. He's saying he didn't. It didn't go good. I don't know what that meant. I don't know if they ignored him right, or if you know how something happened. But. Like, if is you're it, exhausted, you're going to the school, you went to the parent, none, neither one of them. Then take your kid out of school. I mean, yeah. I agree with you. I, th- I think that should be your last resort. Like, you know, you know, I mean, maybe that's easier said than done. But, yeah, I think, you know, that should be your last resort. Like, instead of, like, trying to, like, attack the kids violently or I mean, not violently, just any kind of threat. Well, you knew he was going to get on a, on a bus. Why did he put the blood on Well, I mean, yeah, that's what Not even that. Not even that. What happened the if the... Blood on the curb. True. True. Just fuck that shit. I'm, yeah. in the, I'm in the groove. I'm in the groove. Like, like, you got to get... If you're fucking with you just started smoking, like, right As someone who has like, smoked, there ain't no way you about to, like, fight and you puffing like you already gassed out from right, smoking. Right, right. <laughs> I'm surprised he was able to get the words out without choking. Like, what the hell? Was did, he right? he say, did he say he was gonna? Uh, Here's what I saw. Here's he what I said, saw. The, he was trying to get to the child. The bus driver got in between them. I was yeah. like, "Yo, chill, the calm down, bro." I don't know if he's just All I'm saying to get is, child. like, yo. I don't know if he's he, like, no, he. Like, but just, yeah. it don't matter if you really were or whatever. What I saw was. You looked at the you looked at the kid and you tried to swim over the, the bus driver. The bus driver stepped back and pushed you back again, like, hey, hold, calm down, which to me makes it seem like, yo, active you about to approach my kid. Exactly. Yeah. An active aggression. Which again, yo, you got all of these parents that are around and you got these kids that had nothing to do with it. Yeah. You get on this like, yo, you already on this Exactly. You on the school bus with a blunt in your hand. Busting the cuss talk about I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. Where okay. he should have waited. Okay. Whatever her bus stop was, he could have stayed at the actual bully's bus stop. Well, can I? Because it didn't seem like she was getting off the bus. So his daughter was, but it don't seem like the other one was. Maybe that wasn't her stop. I, I see what you're saying, Flash. But let me ask you a question: If the guy 
talked to your your daughter, like let's say that your daughter was the bully, right? Mm-hmm. If he talked to her reasonably, would you have a problem with that? What do you mean by reasonably? Though? Like just say like, not with a blunt. If he he if, put it in his ears. <laughs> You know what I'm if saying? he offered your daughter a smoke, <laughs> you want to hit this little bitch? No, I, yo, let me talk to you. This earth, let me talk to you. Let me talk to you real quick. <laughs> no, but like, but like, had a uh, had a detente with your um, with your with both Big his daughter. word and shit. Thank right. you. I, I'm showing off. But like, um, had had a detente with your with your daughter and his daughter was getting bullied. It was just like, um. Can we like what what is going on here? Like what what is the problem? So, Why you know obviously obviously taking his daughter's side, but like being rational about it. You know what I'm saying? Would you have a problem with it then? I still would, but I wouldn't be as upset, and I would understand that. You know what I'm right. saying? And it wouldn't be any type of repercussion behind that. That would just again be another conversation. Look, I don't appreciate you talking to my daughter without me being there because right. you are going to have favoritism to your kid. I get that. Why don't we have a mediator so we can get to the bottom of it? Because mm. at the end of the day, if my daughter really was a bully, then I got to correct that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. What I don't want is to sit back and her feel threatened or feel in danger. The same way I wouldn't want anybody else's kid to feel in danger. Understand? If my daughter was doing that. She's going to get corrected, for sure. Because no kids should feel like they're in danger. But as a whole adult, as a grown man, especially the way we are in today's times, yo, every kid should be feel protected. So at the end of the day, if that's the case, if somebody's parent knocked on my door, cool, I get it. I get your frustration. I get everything else. We're going to meet at the school. We're going to have the principal present. We'll have some officers present if need be. And we're going to come to a reasonable conclusion. To make sure that this doesn't happen again. Well, Flash, you actually bring up a good point because apparently a mediation meeting had been set up between the parents of mm-hmm. the kids. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it sounds like like things wound up eventually going in the right direction. And if if that's the case, okay. So let's suppose so mediation was set up. So let's suppose mediation was set up because it was in fact true that one of the kids was bullying the bullying mm-hmm. his daughter. That to me, it feels like that speaks to a deeper issue of if this man did in fact go to the school mm-hmm. for adjudication, he he tried speaking to the parent, he tried he tried all the outlets. Like to me, that speaks to a larger issue that he went through uh, of someone who went through the tra- proper channels of, or attempted to anyway without much success, and so something sensation it's, it's unfortunate if that's the case it's unfortunate something sensational had to happen and be recorded mm-hmm. in order for a proper resolution to, to come this is right. a story for a lot of parents I mean this is really, like this ain't this. the first story like that this is there are lots yeah. of other well, stories like so, this you know what I mean we're like there's another, I remember there was one where a mom flipped out on a, a, you know a mom flipped out on like a, a, a high school age but I remember a story mm-hmm. that I don't have the exact details of the story pulled up but it was kind of a similar situation like where the mom kind of flipped out I think she went to the school um and you know they ended up getting arrested, basically, um, because she, you know, she her, her kid was being bullied. She felt like the school wasn't doing enough, um, and then yeah, this is this is a common thing. So you know, it, which speaks to the education system at large. That's a whole other topic because you know schools and teachers and the quality of education we have currently is a that's a whole other subject. So I'm gonna say this, yo, look, I was listening to another podcast not too long ago that they had a similar conversation and they asked that same question what would you do if your kid were being bullied 
And a lot of parents came up and was like, oh, no, I will fight that kid. I will hold my, that kid down so my kid can get the best of him. Oh, I will sit back God. and stomp this kid. Like, Hence all the reason that, why half these kids no, are bullies because like, right. the shit's at home. So yeah. all, that, all that to say that, yo, a lot of these parents ain't right. That's, 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 that's really good. That's my So opinion. when it comes down to it, it's like, yo, I hear all that and I get it. Let's go the rational way. But, yo, I promise you, <laughs> these kids is not like, yo, ain't no parent playing about their kid. Sure. So the day you decide you want to hold another kid down, the day you decide you want to approach another kid about what's going on with your kid, understand, them kids, them kids got parents. And their parents might be a little bit more crazy than yours. So why don't you sit back and try to do this the rational way, calm it down, and come to a rational conclusion because you might not get to a situation where you can come back from because no rational parents is playing right. about He's their right. kids. Did you, did you guys ever have bullies in school? Um, I had people that tried. Yeah, yeah great. That I was tried. I was lucky in the sense that like I, I had the I had jokes and I had hands. Right. So like the few that tried yeah. learned. And they, I mean, I had a, I was like in, when I was in middle school, I, I would probably say I was probably like my worst school years, I guess, in a sense, because you know that was probably like and I, you know I was a kid, and I was that kid who was shy and quiet. Um, so you know, I, I was kind of like that kind of. I would be the target for bullies. Now I never really had nothing that bad, like especially now with social media, because social media is a whole nother. Yeah, it just doesn't with stop. It, it makes yeah. it it's like right. ten times worse. Uh, so right. my shit was never like that bad. But you know, I had little minor. I would say minor bullying situations. Sure. Yeah. Hence the re- I think the reason I like love clothes and fashion so much is because I was like, you know what? It stems from my middle school era where I, wo- I went to middle school one day. I I got clowned for my outfit. I think I had like a short sleeve nylon shirt. <laughs> it was like a sweatsuit that my mom's wore me. I thought it was fire. It was a short. It was short sleeves, and they was clowning me on it. And I was like, and now this was back in the era when like you know, niggas, kids used to like check your tags to make sure your shirt wasn't. Oh well, yeah, I remember fair. that. Yeah, yeah, remember those days. These Tim's ain't real. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. Like and, you know, I remember. I was like, you know, I remember it was a period of time when like you know. My mom went to the, the uh, Tapsco flea market and got me a fake shirt. Mm-hmm. For, you know what I mean? You know, I wasn't going to Heck Company back in the day. I'm going to aged myself. I'm going to age myself bad. Macy's. I know, right? Wow. Macy's. Well, excuse wow. me. Mies, Macy's. Excuse me. You know, I didn't have the wow. Macy's money back then, so I wasn't getting that Tommy Hilfiger and Nautica. I had Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like, I eventually, nah, eventually, yeah, I got fly. I got my shit together. But, you know, my middle school era, you know, I had to rely on my family for that. Like, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm sorry, that was a tangent. Calvors, baby toys. Shout out, Mr. Brown touches on a good point. Yo. Did y'all ever have? Did y'all ever have the fit that your mom bought that y'all actually thought, you know what? This is this. fire. And it was until not you get fire. to school that Monday, yeah. and like that. That's an interesting thing. And like, it, 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 so I don't know. Middle school for me, middle school was tough because like. You had to be able to fight. You had to know the right people. So even if you fought, fought and was winning the fight, you ain't get banked. Mm. You had banking was a thing. Yeah. Don't fall when you fight. fighting. Stomp party for everybody. Stomp, stomp party. No I mean, I think it's just a part of life um, that I think is gone now. Um, when I was growing up, like my dad was always like, "Like, look, yo, people gonna try you out here." You know what I'm saying? Me and my mom. I mean, me and your mom ain't always gonna be around you. You gonna have to learn to take care of yourself. Um, and, um, that's something that really came to light in high school because me and, um, uh, like we were so different from people that went to that, to the school that we went to, people would try us all the time. You know what I'm saying? So we had to fight all the fucking time. You know what I mean? And, um, but through that, 
you realize like you know what kind of you realize that um you realize that you you get the first dose of what it's like to what it's like to be in the real world like you realize like hey you know i'm gonna have to look out for myself you know that no one's gonna no one's out here gonna save you you know what i'm saying you're gonna have to take care of yourself you're gonna have to uh look out for yourself you know what i'm saying and um and through that, through defending yourself, taking care of yourself, you 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 gain respect that won't be gained any other way. You know what I'm saying? Some people you just gotta lay hands on them to to let them know, like you ain't you know you ain't gonna take this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So, but I we're think we're not that, talking about the name of Jesus. What? Yeah. Yeah. Lay hands on them. <laughs> but, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that that, but I feel like that's a little gone now. Because like um, we have all these buzzwords for 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 kids to kind of get out of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we coddle them too much, and, and it's like, I mean, it wasn't fun getting into fights, you know. Um, but it's something that had to be done, you know what I mean? Like, because I, out of the, out of the fact that um, my dad always said, if you if you fight somebody, even if you lose. If they, if like you know, they get injured in the fight, whatever, they won't think twice about trying you again. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? So, um, and you get that self respect for yourself. Like you like yo, like I, I took this shit on, I, I handled it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I back this, down. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. And, but I feel like that that's a little bit gone now. You know, kids not fighting anymore. They're going can't. straight to guns. I'm sorry. Right. That, that and that's another thing. Like it, that's another like easy out. Right. Exactly. So can I just give a quick shout out to yeah I mean some of my homeboys like middle school high school and all that good stuff like one of the things you learn about you learn about yourself due to fights and the bullies and all that but you also know about your homeboys because you see who has your back and who doesn't you know what I'm saying like it's some friends I have to this day because in middle school we want to do some wars we do some fights yeah you know I mean most of my guys that I know it's like yo it's three of us seven of them. Yeah, let's yeah, get it let's in. Get it, right. Yeah, I'm saying that we handled our own. So like, no matter what the odds, you know that person has your back. So that carries on through life. You know what I'm saying? You find right. out about yourself. You find out what you willing to deal with versus not. And a lot of times, like to be last point, when you see a bully, a lot of times, a not even that they don't want to try you again, but when they see that you willing to go through what you willing to go through, they don't want to try you the first time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So all I have to say, yo, middle school and high school is about life. Bullies are a part of life, i.e. Donald Trump and some of these other people. Like, Whoa. yo, you learn how to deal with bullies, know how to stand up for yourself, along with other life lessons, and you'll be cool. But it's a, it's a tribute. You'll be fine. I have a question. Like, as a, as the only woman in the room, I know the talks that we've, I know the talks that we've gotten um, you know, when we were younger. Like, how, how does that happen with females? Like, do your parents say like you know? You uh, I think my I think my household was different. <laughs> um, not to get too personal, but um, in my household, I don't feel like there was a lot of um, confidence building. Like, oh okay, mm. there wasn't like you know you gotta stand up for yourself. You gotta take on like it wasn't a lot of that. Like my. My mom is not confrontational at all. She tried to avoid confrontation by any means necessary. So mm. she definitely wasn't the one saying you got to put hands on people. And um, 
and neither was my father. So I don't, those discussions never really happened. Bullying situations came down to um, me just figuring out. I feel like as a kid, I just, I just wasn't a mean kid. So when people were being mean to me, I, I back then I kind of was already like something's going on in their household. Like I never oh, felt like, analyzed. yeah, it never felt like an empath. it was me that did something. It was like something's wrong with that person. Like yeah. it's not me that they're really mad at. It's something going on in their life and they're no, taking wait, it out. Em- you were empathetic at a young age. Like, I didn't know, what, I didn't know what, what that thought process was, but uh, to this day I'm like, yeah, I, I have three prominent bully situations in my head, and all with all three of them, I was like, something's wrong with that kid. Did they? Um, did were you physical with them? Um. No, so the first one was with a, a boy that was more like sexual harassment bullying, and <laughs> oh, come to find out, he was mentally challenged. Something was wrong with him. Oh, he right. was just he was obsessive with me, like followed me, would sit next to me, would just wanted to touch me. And this was in elementary school. Yeah. Like he would follow me around the school. We he wanted we wanted him had to get him put out of the school. And the first time I said something to my mom, she didn't believe me. So I didn't say anything uh, oh, else for a while, nice. but then it got got too bad, and I said something to her again, and we want he wound up getting kicked out of the school. The second one was with a girl; she was so dirty, and that's why I knew I was like, "It ain't me, something wrong." With uh, she, like, she liked that's me. That's a honestly. dirty bitch. She was dirty, and she used to live in the apartments that was like behind the school that no one wanted to walk to because it was like creepy over there. She, she like, might have had she all. Liked your, yeah. She liked your deodorant. That's all. <laughs> I could tell something was going on in her household, so it was like when she would try to do shit, I'd be just be looking at her like, "What's wrong with you?" And I guess because she wasn't getting the reaction she wanted, she eventually stopped. And then like the third, so that was both those two were in elementary school, and like the last, oh man, it was four of them. One in middle school, girl hated me because she wanted the dude that I was fucking with. Nothing ever came with that. She just wanted to hate on me. And then the fourth one was in high school. And by then, I was like, bitch, I got a job. Like, I only go to school half part-time, and then I go to work. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, what are we doing here? I'm grown. Like, I'm clay, I'm checked out of school at this point. Like, I'm so checked out of school. I'm just like, what, what are we doing here? Right, you can have it. Yeah. Right. So what's the takeaway from this? So I just feel like bullies are part of life. They don't go anywhere. How you deal with them is your choice. You know what I'm saying? But just understand, they don't go anywhere. They're just part of life. Quick yes or no question. Y'all ever been bullies? Never. No. Okay. I, I did make a neighbor eat, uh, drink dirt and told him it was chocolate. I'm I so sorry. I'm so sorry to this day. I regret it. I'm so sorry I made you eat that much. He probably likes you too. <laughs> he probably, his name I'm sorry. I made you drink that dirt and I told you it was mud. I told you it was chocolate and I lied. And See, I would go to the fights uh, like that didn't need to go into, and I feel sorry for those people. And it was diff- I felt bad about that, but never been like bullying, bullying, never. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, bullying sucks, but kids aren't the only ones getting bullied. Lately, we have all been bullied by these fucking businesses requesting tips for the bare minimum. You swipe your card at a kiosk, your tip screen pops up asking if you want a tip. We are getting bullied by these fucking restaurants automatically adding gratuity to your bill regardless of the level of service. We are taking a stand. Are you running for oh, president? We are saying no. Bang the table. No, I will not. I will not give you 15% for just preparing my fucking food. Right. Absolutely not. We will not 
tipped the Uber driver. Oh, wow. Okay, you drove me. Jesus. All right? I, okay? Yeah. No Panera Bread. Just because I, I'm taking the food out, I'm not tipping you. Uh, right. I'm ready to say how you really feel. I just paid $10 for a $3 sandwich. Right. Right. Listen. Listen to me. Get your fucking tip jar out of my fucking Lord have mercy. And don't Take make no dumbass. And, and this gets you less. This gets your tip taken out of your tip jar. <laughs> don't put no clever puns on there. I don't give a fuck if cow tipping. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't care. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. shit. Oh wait, who was the one if we saw in New Orleans? Tip jar shaped as a cow. I don't want to see it. <laughs> who was the one we saw in New Orleans? There was like a tip jar on Bourbon Street, and it had some. It was like something about just a tip or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something I can't remember. Right now, about that. And I took tip out of there. <laughs> So, so, so how... For my food, fast food, food service workers, please, um, the opinions of this guy is just one person. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to prepare food at home for now, because now people are going to shit in my food. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, clearly. Right, they're going to be like, oh, is this Right. <laughs> if we go out, y'all can sit at a separate table, okay? I get it. I get it. Oh, shit. But it, it's too, it's, it's too much tipping. But, it's too much tipping now. But, but so. how do y'all really feel about tipping? And, and I feel like it's almost not even just food establishments. Like, right. I got had a tip thing pop up at the tattoo shop. Like, wow, the fuck? I mean, I th- I, and, I mean and, and the recommended was twenty percent on a four hundred dollar tattoo. Oh, like, God, I, I get. I mean, but, I get it. But I know. So, so, how do y'all really feel about tipping? Like, you know, and so I'll, I'll lay the foundation. I'll say this: to me, my stance is there's places that you can tip. There's places it's nice if you tip. And there's places where they ask, but fuck that, they not getting tipped. Okay. But like, I agree with that. But, but what what what's y'all stance? What's y'all sentiments about that? I feel like you should always tip in this in a waiter, bartender, service type of situation. Like if you have a, a server that's bringing you the food, taking your order, doing accommodating you, cool. Bartender making your drinks, if they make good drinks, cool. But, like, I went to Panera Bread, and they don't even cook food. They just heat the shit yeah. up. <laughs> and a little that's, conveyor belt. Excuse me. And let me tell you something. if it wanted to tip. That's not what they say. They say that they prepare it fresh. Fuck no. them. That shit came out of plastic bag. But Fuck no. them. The guy behind the counter that gave me the free uh, souffle told me they don't be cooking that shit. Nah. He said, I can't even take this ingredient out because the way we make it is we just slide that bitch through <laughs> the little, the little heater thing and that's it. Let me tell you something. The like, So, I like to overpay for experience. Mm. And so, a good bartender gives that to me. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. You, you know what I'm saying? You tip a bartender right, they're going to treat you right the rest of the right, night. Right, right. A good stripper will give that to you. A good waiter will give that to you. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain Wait, did you just sandwich bartender, stripper, stripper customer service, customer, customer service. service. <laughs> right, right, customer service workers. So the, the, the there was no like explicit like intent by the ordering, but but yeah, my thing is this, like the Panera person, the Starbucks person doesn't really get a tip because to from from me. I agree with you totally. Here's the thing, if you want to tip them, go ahead. I think the difference is this. Like I think the difference is like what's been like transposed is the difference between if you want to tip, cool, mm-hmm. versus you should tip. To me, there's certain situations where, like, is you're paying you're, the tip is for the experience, right? Like, you know, so like one of my favorite drinks is old fashioned. It's a simple drink, like ingredient wise, that some bartenders will mess up, 
because like it's not it's not the easiest thing to pull off apparently. So, <laughs> so like, he's right, he's right. so like when you get, so when I get a, when I get have an excellent experience, I want to, I, I want to overpay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the person at Starbucks that just like put the cup under the espresso machine and press one button, mm-hmm. like literally, like if you get two shots, there's one button. If you get one shot, there's one button. Like to me, like that's different. Um, because there's no experience there. But I think we already established as a society that we know that waiters and bartenders don't make a normal wage. Like, they live off their tips. No, yeah, right. by, by law, they can make, make less than minimum wage. It's what, yes. two to four dollars, something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, but if you're making a normal wage and asking for a tip on top of it, go fuck yourself. I mean, I think that's a good... <laughs> oh, what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I get... I, get, I, get, I, get, I think that's it. So, I, I, I kind of... I agree with you any kind of like you know there's tears to tipping right so me for I actually probably I tip a lot and probably you know I'll admit part of it is because I hate the whole black people tip, tip poor stereotype so maybe I'll overdo it yeah, from that. Yeah. which is stupid but I really, but all honestly, I've done but, it too but that's, that's the stupid. thing I do too I, I tip well I just don't tip in every situation yeah. in the situations I tip I tip up. Well. I, 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 I tip 100% of bills. Yeah. I tip 200% of bills. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, so yeah like, it depends on your service. But that person or that team earned that bump. But I, yeah. I am curious. So like, so like a, you know, at a Panera or a Starbucks, right? Let's just, because I've, I've tipped there before. I ain't going to lie. Like, how do they even like divvy that up? Like, is it just evenly? That's the, another thing. Is it evenly distributed amongst the employees? You just stumble on a topic. Let me say this. I don't care what your bar or your restaurant's rules are. Fuck them rules. Right. I am tipping the person that made my drink. Oh, right. you know what's the point? I'm about to be a snitch right now. I ask, hey, how do y'all do these tips? If they say they split it up, I say, what's your cash at? Yeah, that's how they did. Now, if they decide to share the wealth, that's on them. <laughs> but my goal is... You took care of me. Right. Mm. Mary Beth. Yes. Right. You know? Right. So, Mary Beth. I don't know. Right. Mary yeah. Beth. But, like, you, so, like, why the, why the fuck am I putting in on, you know, the pool for the, the bartender, the three bartenders down at the other end of the they bar that ignored me that I wound up at you because they ignored mm. me? No, 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 none of us will. I don't have any of you ever been a server? Just, just out of curiosity. I... I've worked food services, but I've never been. I was yeah, I've been food services. Yeah, I work. Yeah, yeah. I, I was never an actual server. I go, and I was a host, but I wasn't like actual server. Okay. I was. I, just, I never. I just, none of us. None of us really know. Oh, I guess. Oh, oh, you work at Subway. There's like. So, all right. So, I've never done servers, but I've done stuff. We had to do tips and stuff. Like, like I've done the home. Like I remember working at Home Depot. You had to like carry stuff to their car. Oh, okay, yeah. So you worked at Home Depot. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the service. <laughs> <laughs> so you did your job, is what you're saying. But I mean, but, it's, but, you're, but you know, you no, because my job ain't putting it in your car. My job is putting it on your cut. Yeah. Oh, okay, true. But I mean, so, yeah, but it's a service, you know. So I think it's just I, obviously this is all subjective to like what you consider to be a service. Like, right. do you tip your? Cause it, it not that's gonna be on food, like in the beauty beauty industry. Do you tip your barber? Do you tip I your hair? Do you tip yeah. your yeah. do you tip yeah. nail dry? You know, I, if you go to the nail salon, do you tip there? So if you get facial done, do you tip there? But hold on a second. Look at everything. Look at the list that you just went I mean, yeah, yeah, Like, right. you're just trying to live your life. Like, it's you got to every fucking thing. Like, that, that's right. a lot. And that's a lot of money going out. True. Yeah. No, you're right. They got to live their life, too. That's a 20 But here's the thing. That's a 20% bump on your budget to every service you get. Right. Do you tip your plumber? Yeah. 
Because I would argue your plumber is more important than your barber. True. Good point. Do yeah. you do you tip your electrician? Right. Because I would argue your electrician is more important than your point. bartender. Now, some people can't take tips. I was in certain, well, not tips, but like, certain, like I was even help if you're in healthcare, for example, right? Or if you it's, go to a resort, it's, it's, it's against the law. You can't take like mon- you can't take money. For, like let's just, let's just say a patient is like, oh, I want, you know, I want to give you five dollars because you you treated them very well. It's you're not. It's in. It's not HIPAA, but mm-hmm. it's against the law. You're not supposed to take monetary donations because it's considered a kickback. Or there's other, you know, there's other situations like you know where you're not the only kind of value or gift you can get is something that's not like a monetary value. I think in Europe it's illegal to give tips. Yeah, cause they have a they have a. Well, I don't know if it's illegal, but they don't. They, they pay different. Culturally, it's different. It's a different culture. They, the wages they pay there is like it's, they actually pay them a. I don't know. It's yeah, a living wage, wage. but it's, like, it's a living wage compared to like the two to three dollars they get for, here in the for states. Them, for them, tipping is for like you. It's like damn. You went above and beyond. Right. Like it was like some above and beyond shit, which is different from here where it's expected to supplement their income. Look, look, my thing is this. My thing has always been if it like like just change the law and and raise the price on my state twenty percent. But some people right. have probably some people but have issue with like prices going up if they some, do. Some 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 but some some people who make tips also I've had conversations with people where they say, Well, I can earn a livable wage through tips. Because of tips, I can earn a livable wage, and I can make more money that, than if they raised, like they did, they played around with the laws and stuff like that. Right. So I I, I get that, and I so and to my and, to, and my response to that is, all right, that's cool. If you know the game you're getting into, where it's not a requirement that people tip, but people aren't offended that you didn't that you didn't get tipped, then mm-hmm. that's cool because that's part of the game, right? Yeah. You get the best service in the world, and if you don't get a tip, it's like, damn, that sucks, but it's part of the game. You chalk it up to the game. Mm-hmm. But it seems like here in America, tipping is expected. You are a pariah if you don't tip. Like, why didn't you just make your food at home, you, yeah. you broke bitch? Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, you know, so. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> You broke bitch. If you see, if you see like the debates on Twitter about tipping and and that people who like on the like I don't really want to tip and da 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 da, yeah, you getting called a broke ass nigga or broke bitch. Yeah, I mean, you you getting called. I'm broke. broke. Guess what? But but also, I ain't that broke because that money's still in my account. But it's just, but it seems like I think the argument now is like now everyone's asking for a tip, like because of like I guess because of the pandemic and stuff. Like you just go to carryouts and. You, you get asked for a tip. Right. <clears throat> I got out the car and I walked in. Right. <laughs> the fuck? Right. But yeah. then think about on the way, yo. On the way there. Like you run into homeless people, you know, and they, they're asking for money. You got squeegee boys asking for money. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ass. No, I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Be like that, man. You I'm just saying. You like, damn, why everybody want to be in my pot? I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a, it, you, you're getting asked a lot. Um, all the time, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to, to basically just give your money away. I mean, can you really fault them, though? Like, yo, at the end of the day, everybody doing their job, they're trying to get a service. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's a squeegee boy, whether that's a waitress, whether that's a valet. Like, I'm not, I, I get everybody got their situation. They try to make a living just like you. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, I mean, and I'm not judging. I mean, if you can tip, you tip. If you can't, you can't. But, to put them to ass, I feel like isn't messed up because they try and make their way out the same way. But that that's are. not messed up. This, the, the, the shaming this, of it is this, messed up. right. The sentiment you have isn't the sentiment that seems to be the norm. Right. The sentiment that like he talked about, where he said the shame, the shame 
that's cast upon someone who chooses not to tip. If mm-hmm. if it like if someone chooses to tip a squeegee kid, cool. If someone chooses to tip the you know the barista at Starbucks, cool. But it's the shame that ho- that's hoisted upon someone who chooses not to do something. It's like wait, I thought this was optional. I agree with you depending on the environment. Like if we a squeegee kid, yes. If I go to Ruth Chris and then I don't tip, that's messed up. You expecting the ball at a Ruth Chris. But see, here's the thing. What was my experience? Right. right. True. Fair enough. You know what I'm now, saying? Now, assuming sure. a good experience, sure. yes. I'm a tip. I'm a tip at a Ruth Chris. Now, if that, the way, if that way is top of the line and I give you a dollar tip, you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, bro. You know where you at. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know where right. you at. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's a different scenario. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, what's the takeaway from this whole tipping thing? I'll These bitch kiosks about it. can count their fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bitch about it, but I'll tip you, whatever. Fine. Yo, everybody trying to make their life. I'm sorry. That's all it is. It's, your, pr- it's your prerogative. Can I get something implanted on my arm as soon as I greet you or shake you? It's like, tip. Yeah, right. <laughs> I need a tip, too. I need money, too. Right, That's a good point, too. Like, I mean, where's my t- Well, I well I do get tips. Well, I was about, I was just about to say that. Literally. Um, but I but you get tips. As Can we get tip? tip for not smacking the shit out of somebody? That'd be nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, but see, my situation is different <laughs> right. because I'm I'm bringing an cool experience, tips. and then on top of that, I'm go I go above and beyond, like as far as to do a certain things. So I, I'm not saying I earn a tip. I'm just saying that that's why I get tip because right. um because. It's almost become like it, it would be weird to not tip a DJ that does your wedding be, because they they do a lot. You know what I'm saying? It, it's almost as weird as going to a wedding and not bringing a gift. You know what I'm saying? I've never I've never thought about tipping a DJ. Like right. you already got your fee. And to that's be why fair, I didn't we, do your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. enough, that shit was in the courthouse. There you go. We could have had that courthouse, right? <laughs> This is Cindy We're flashing this bitch. <laughs> yeah. You got some serious shit for us, Flash? Yeah, you know, I always do. So, um, this is a question I have. So, when my man Joseph Biden got in the Joseph office, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Put that man social security on. <laughs> What's up there for everybody probably now? My man, the president. But, um, yeah, since my man got in the office, right? I get that he had a slip up with Afghanistan. Cool. I get that. But since then, my man has gotten the coronavirus under control. My man has gotten us some student loans. My man has gave millions of dollars to inner cities. You know what I'm saying? He's done some stuff for HBCUs. You know what I'm saying? He's making moves. So my question is, at what point are we going to stop hating on Joe Biden? And the reason I'm asking that is because when I ask a lot of Republicans, what's your issue with Joe? They'd be like, I don't like the way he slurs words. I don't like the way he stutters on words. All right, cool. Policy-wise, what's his issue? They ain't got no answer. You know what I'm saying? Which leads me, leads me down a road of you just want to hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's done a lot of stuff, more than most, as president. And he's ripped the Band-Aid off of a lot of stuff. And even in terms of Afghanistan... When I ask people, well, what's the right answer? Nobody has one. They just say, don't do that. So my question is, all right, you disagree with my man, Uncle Joe. What are you going to do different? 
or at what point we will stop hating and just realize he's a good president? Look, we I don't know what's happening in this country, but it, it, we are surrounded by idiots. Like, sure. Like, like what you just said there, he slurs his words. Who gives a flying fuck? Is the man doing his job? Mm -hmm. Or are you just one of these sycophants that's just looking for a reason to... I said C-word number two, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bro, see? But are you... Or are you just looking... You just... They have ADHD. They mess up on a word, they just... But it's just... Now it's just... It's just you're just looking for reasons to to not give Biden his his uh his due, and that's fucking ridiculous. Like we were, he was handed a shit can mm-hmm. of a country, right? And this motherfucker got COVID under control. That that's that's a damn near impossible task to do. Like this motherfucker, your former president. Did not release coke. Uh, did not release the vaccine because he was looking for ways to make money off of it. He wouldn't even let us get our. Uh, he he put a delay on our um, on our um, stimulus checks because he wanted to put his name on the checks. Like what? Like that's why when we talk when we talk about like this kind of stuff, it's it's like no point. Because I mean, of course, we should finish it because we're doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, but it, it's 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 pointless when you hear the, the. I think we've gotten into a thing where now the the idiots have run to the asylum, like like the 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 made up the made up um, theories on why you shouldn't take the vaccine, the the made up theories about um, like all the stuff going on that's for positive, like everybody's just looking for it. A reason to break stuff down, and the one thing that Joe Biden did that I I definitely respect is that the vice president is hot. <laughs> he said, "Oh, that's just a good day. God damn it, Billy uh, Jane." I mean, how can yeah, you yeah. argue with that? Thank you and good night. So, <laughs> drops mic. <laughs> just real quick, to be fair, the vaccines. One of the vaccines did come out under Trump. You know, what I'm saying he just didn't order enough of them, but that was a flaw in itself. But with this ever reminds me of is all the Republicans talking about oh yeah we don't like Obamacare we don't want Obamacare until they realize they were on Obamacare mm-hmm. and didn't know it and then they, oh no we need Obamacare we need Obamacare it's like yo everybody wants to hate on Joe Biden they don't realize the stuff that he's doing and it's like yo can y'all at least do the research you know what I'm saying like even now they were like oh I hate this infrastructure bill I hate, I hate this infrastructure bill Oh, right, cool. And don't even know what it is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They just know it's coming from Biden. Exactly. Speaking of student loans. Because guess what? If y'all in Baltimore. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Speaking of student loans, Vinny and I had a bet about this 10000 I won. I think we need to record. The bet was he needs to give me a hundred dollars to take seven shots. I think we should record it. Actually, actually, but the bet was we're not doing semantics. We're not doing semantics. I won. Right, you Republican. I won. I won. The bet was seven shots or a hundred dollars. Right. The bet was seven shots or a hundred dollars. That before the end of this year, Biden would forgive. Ten at least ten thousand dollars student. Oh, you for lost. Everyone, you lost. For everyone. He's saying everyone. Right. For everyone. Now you know what I meant. But, I got, I, but, I, but I got the messages. I got receipts. 
Uh, I have shot, so shot, 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 shot. I said, okay, I'll be reasonable. I'll split the baby. Me and her. He want like me three, to take the shot. I won. No, I said like three well, shots. I gotta take the shot. Did you? Hold on, hold on. It's for everyone in the paperwork. Yes. Then that's the reasonable. Then that's reasonable. Yeah, I don't that's reasonable. It's in the receipt. Punch him in the face. If, if everyone is you in the know paperwork, what the fuck I meant. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Flash, in our conversation, in our text conversation, Semantics. I said something along the lines of because Democrats can't resist a good means test. And what did they do? They put a means test on Yo, Fair he's scared. He enough. pussy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> ain't trying to take shots. Well, hey, what? You are what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an asshole too, right? Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not. But, but yeah, listen. I I think that the um, the job of president is an unfair job, Absolutely. and in some cases, rightfully so. Sure. I think that um, like as a president, you so, so think about it. I I think about it this way: you go into it knowing that this shit is not fair, and you go and ask people for hundreds of millions of dollars. In order to convince other people in the country that you should be the most powerful man in the world or a woman, hopefully one day, yeah. um, because I think Hillary would have been a better president than Joe Biden. That's deeper, darker. But well, anyway, technically, it already happened uh, when uh, Joe Biden had to go to under anesthesia. Kamala Harris was made president because she had to make decisions because eh. he can't. He can't under anesthesia. It's a technicality, eh, about ish, man. Have we seen her since she won the election? Nope. Anyway. No. Anyway, uh, good. That's a good point. Good. That's a legit but point. you know but, what? But, good. That means she's doing. I don't want to see my president. I want you doing your job. Here's my thing. All I'm gonna say is, I need to see if you're doing your job. There's a balance. I think the, there's a balance. The, the, I don't want to see my president. The, the, the office of president, the office of executive, so president, governor, mayor, whatever it is, is inherently unfair by definition. I get that. But because but but given that you signed up for it, despite mm-hmm. that, and given that you signed up for it, you get to get all of this energy when you fall short on something. Um, I think that uh, some things that are like that's hate against Joe Biden is is unwarranted. But I think every president has that. I think Barack Obama had that. I think to some extent George W. Bush and Trump had that. I think Bill Clinton had that. So I think, but like at the same time, you you know what you signed up for, and so because you know what you signed up for, when someone says, "Hey, you said you was going to forgive student loan ten thousand at least ten thousand dollars of student loans for everybody," well, everybody that everybody doesn't make under one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year, then you know that that's the thing, and you know that's a hard argument to argue to people who make under a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. right? So I get that, but um. So that's my thing. I think it's unfair, sure, but so what? Because you signed up for it. And on the other side of that is, you know, if you do some fuck shit, you should be held to task for it. I, Biden has done some fuck shit, but at the same time, you know, I think that like any president, when they do good, they should get credit for it. So the public service loan forgiveness program, that's the George W. Bush program. He should get credit for it. Mm-hmm. Um you know, when it comes to stimulus checks, that was spearheaded under the Trump administration. Right. You should get credit for that. Um, you know, I'm a, to the, even to this day, I'm still an Obama apologist. The shit that he's done <laughs> under his administration that still persists to this day. I, I, I don't think Obamacare was perfect. I think it had plenty of flaws in it. But there's more Americans that are insured today versus, you know, before Obamacare. 
you should get credit for that. So I'll, I'll just leave it at that. You know, whatever my like beef or praise for for Joe Biden is, you know, I you know I'll just leave it at that. It's an unfair position, and you know you signed up for it, so you gotta take everything that comes with it. This is why I love talking to Vinny. He always keeps it a hundred. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't one point that he just talked about that I disagree with. You know what I'm saying? But the issue is when stuff gets done and it gets fixed. Like I said, like flaws and all. If a president deals with that. Give him his issues. But when he does stuff right, you got to give him those too. You know what I'm saying? So if I get that vaccine mandate that gets those COVID numbers down, give me credit for that. You know what I'm saying? If I sit back and I give money to the inner cities, because everybody's critique, what are you doing for black people? What are you doing for minorities? I give you the money. Give me credit for that. If I sit back and everybody's talking about, oh, yeah, well, we got war between Russia and Ukraine, and we're just throwing money, and now Ukraine is winning. Give me credit for that. Don't sit back and then front me when I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And then when I'm like I'm winning and I'm getting stuff above and beyond. Oh, that's your job. But since I mess up, you done my throat? Nah, nah. Nah, champ. You know why? Because that translates to votes. And when misinformation and miscredit gets done, it translates to somebody like Donald Trump getting the presidency that does not deserve it. Yeah. So let's keep the narrative right. Let's keep the credit right. And let's keep the information right. So we can stay on task. I love it. So what's the takeaway from Amen. this? The takeaway is just be accurate with your information. Please stay informed. Please don't fall for the okie doke. Because we can go otherwise we can go back down the same rabbit hole that we were not supposed to be in in the first place. True. All right. Nope. All right. So DJ Melody, what you putting us on to today? Today. I'm putting you on to a song by, I think her name is Raven Lene, and it's called uh, Skin Tight featuring Steve Lacey. Uh, She just dropped the album this year, and that song is on it. The album is called, let me get that information for you guys, Hypnos. So the album, I believe, is called Hypnos, and it is the fifth song on that album. Check it out. Nice. Dope, dope, dope. True. TV show wise, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say industry. <laughs> 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 We're laughing because of the conversation we had off mic, but but really well written show. Um, they just yeah. finished their second season. I'm kind of working my way through the second season. They I'm have sex scenes, the correct? They, they, there's sex scenes. There's there's all sorts of different types of sex okay. scenes. Whatever your your proclivity that some of us is. wouldn't approve of. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. Whatever your proclivity Probably is, they have it. Like the, the writing is oh, good. The writing is really good. Right, there's sex scenes. There's coke. There's great stories. There's PTSD involved. PTSD, <laughs> overworking, all the things. It's it's a great show. Um, I, I so that's my that's my opinion. Sure. All right. You said HBO Max, right? HBO Max. So get up your friends that got AT&T and get their logins. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, again, we hope y'all had a great time. We hope y'all grabbed a drink, vibed with us. We appreciate y'all for listening to us. But until the next time. Don't forget to follow us at Beer Plans Podcast. Yes. Alcohol is good. Peace. (laughs)